Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. The year is 2023. We are back in a new year. Racing is coming and it's happening. There is drama. Speed Street has returned. Hope everybody had a happy holiday season. Joey Molinero, producer Ben, of course, Connor Daly. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We're super stoked to be back. Uh, appreciate you letting us have a handful of weeks there, a couple of weeks to just decompress and, and and spend time with loved ones and family. Hope you're doing the same. But like we said, the calendar has turned. We are less than two months away from the first IndyCar race of the season. We got Formula E racing this weekend. We got Jimmy Johnson making announcements. It's time. And it's time to get back into it. We're pumped about it. Of course, I mentioned Connor Daly. What's up, man? Happy New Year to you. How you doing? Yes, Happy New Year, my friend. Uh, great to have everyone here again. Uh, this is now, finally, we can start the year with, with, with Dirty Mo Media. Speed Street was only a part of Dirty Mo Media in May of, of last year. So we have not even reached yep. our year anniversary. So excited to start this year together we have a lot of cool stuff in the future uh got a great great email from our our uh, our chief boss mike davis um about some some things that are coming up in front of us and uh you know we appreciate you folks listening uh we're gonna have a lot of great guests this year we're gonna have a lot of great things that are gonna go on so i'm just excited to get into it i think there's a lot going on right now um a lot of dramas a lot of people that were asking hey what do you think about this well, we have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. Um, we also, later on in the show, have a great guest. Uh, Joey mentioned that the Formula E season is starting uh, this weekend. If you don't follow Formula E, well, 
Maybe you will after this guest. Uh, Stoffel Van Dorn, uh, Formula One driver, tested an IndyCar, uh, Belgian waffle guy. Um, really, really great driver who honestly has a lot of great information to, to share with us. Um, great insight on, on the state of the sport, Formula One, IndyCar. Um, so that'll be a great, great interview for you guys to listen to. Um, I've been trying to get him on the show for months. So the fact that he finally would do it while he's in Mexico before the Formula E race weekend, um, really, really appreciate that. So you guys will have a great time listening to that one. But there's been a lot of news this week as well uh, and the last week in the new year. One thing that I know people wanted us to get to is this, the the Michael Andretti's Formula One team. Um, yep. Cadillac, Andretti, very cool partnership, I think. Um, Crazy. It's, it's not what I expected. I, I did not know that that was happening. Um, very interesting, I guess, reaction to that. Um, I mean, I, I think it's awesome, right? I remember an era now, Joey, you, you were not into racing yet at this time, but I remember an era where formula one was pretty much like begging new teams to come to the sport. And we had like some awful teams come into formula one. I remember HRT this, that's actually where Daniel Ricardo got his little start there. But HRT's cars were so bad that they could almost not even show up to the racetrack at some point. And then you had uh, Manor Marussia as well, who Alex Rossi drove for in his Formula One stint. And Robert Wickens was also tied to that team as well. But those guys, I mean, I don't even know. Again, just not the highest levels of organization. And and Formula One continue to say, well, you know, we we want – you know, we we don't know if they if they being Andretti, GM, Cadillac, whatever it is, understand the level of competition and the level of the level that you need to be at to compete. And I was like, well, what happened to those guys? Like, I mean, I just there are so many yeah. things that I have to say about this, and and it makes me furious because I I look at this and I think, oh, Andretti, Cadillac, like Formula One. And they have like a lot of people supporting them when it comes to financial, the, the financial side. Yeah. Great. Why is everyone not excited about this? Now, here's the thing that I don't understand really is how the money is divided up, right? You know how in TV deals and 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 prize money deals, and if they add two cars to the championship, does that dilute the money? Yes. And we're not talking about small millions. It's not like it dilutes it, you know, five to ten million dollars. Like Formula One is a billion dollar. Like, there's a lot of money floating around there. But I still don't get why these teams. Oh, well, again, in life, everything seems to be about money. So the root of all evil is money, apparently. So it's it's all it's all down to that. But it's a shame that they're willing to literally not allow anyone to enter the sport. What if in five years, Drive to Survive isn't as successful? What if in five years? You don't have the buzz that you have now. And then you're like, oh, man, we could really use another two cars yeah. on the grid or we could really use some more excitement or G. I mean, I don't understand the short sightedness of it. I, I don't know. Joey, do you see like some blatant, like just disrespect for America in general in this whole program? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a load of crap. 
man. I mean, it's, it's, it's what we've talked about for so long on this show. And like, I've, you know, we've seen people like yourself, people like Graham Rahal go out in public and then call out, you know, F1 about, and, and it just, especially like you said, like, this isn't dready. We're talking about, this isn't, yeah, <laughs> this isn't, you know, like, and I'm thinking in like college football terms, right? Like this isn't Kent state or like yeah. Mercer, yeah. right. Mercer, or, 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 yeah. or, or TCU. Yeah. Oh. After this national oh. championship. Tough loss, yeah. Andretti, we're, I mean, we're talking about the Michigans, the Ohio State, right? Like, so that that that's just something that is not only frustrating, but like you said, it's 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 baffling, really. Uh, and then when you top off, you know, you, you bring it on with, with Cadillac too. I just it's it's a clear it's a it's a clear uh bias against uh, what we're trying to do, what folks from over here are trying to be a part of. And honestly, I hope it comes back to bite him in the ass big time. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. I mean, there's all this talk about, well, they don't get it and they don't understand it and, and then they won't be good. I was like, well, give us a chance. There's then if it doesn't go great, then you can say all that all you want. But right now, there are no true American teams in the sport. I'm sorry, Haas is not an American team. It's it's run by everyone but Americans yeah. overseas. The Ferrari connection. I mean, Gunter Steiner's there as the, the head guy. Congratulations. That's awesome. And, and again, Gene Haas, love that investment in Formula One. That is great. I like the Gene Haas part. But again, I, I feel like, even Formula One fans and all these people that have interacted about the Andretti thing being American, they have now finally completely forgotten and let go of the fact that Haas is a Formula One team from America, apparently, because it's just not like it's it's not a con- it's not a connected American thing. So, again, I support that Pietro Fittipaldi, friend of the show. Obviously, we, we yeah. love him and we're glad that he gets to drive for those guys at times. Um but I just the fact that everyone is so shut off to it, I, I just I, I don't understand. And I mean, and, and Andretti, the Andretti family, they understand how hard this is going to be. But they have such a passion for this sport that if anyone is to do it, it's going to be them. You know what I mean? Like they're building this facility in, in Indiana that might as well be, you know, I mean, it might as well be bigger than an Amazon distribution center. I mean, it, it, it should be like the Marvel headquarters. Like, oh yeah, it's Shield. Like, it's it's there. the yeah. Shield agency. Like, it's literally right. you could fit you know a couple seven forty sevens in there. I'm sure. So it's 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 something that they have the backing for, which is usually. I remember when when some new teams were trying to come into the sport back in the day, and you were like, "Well, maybe it's some sketchy backers. We don't really know." And right. when they did it, it was like, it didn't end up being great. But, like, they're trying to do it right. And it's obviously not going to happen next year. But, like, wh- why – I don't know. Why Why limit it? And and especially with a brand like Cadillac, I mean, General Motors. I mean, what? like, well, I'm a Chevy guy, so, like, I, I love to see that as well. Um, but it it's something that is – inherently obvious to those that have been involved in this sport and to see how formula one continues to look at America and Americans who are in motorsport. It's astounding. They're trying to have a bunch of events here in America. 
They're that's they're in Miami. The number one thing that pisses me off. They're in Las Vegas. I mean, we should not let them race here if if this happens. I mean, it's like, hey, sorry, you don't want our teams. Well, you don't get our events. Like, I that that's crazy talk because that's never going to happen. Right. Too much but money, what, like you said. I mean. Let's get the entire U.S. government, which uh, probably not very efficient in the first place, but let's get them to stonewall Formula One until they let America have a team. At least give us a chance. You know, based here, whatever it is, going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy because Formula One is the top level. It is. They're spending $300 million a year on stuff. They're building things from the ground up. But why not give us a chance? Then you can make fun of us all you want. But until you give us a chance... To do that, then I just I don't know. I, I, it's it's astounding to me. Why it's would like, you not want the Andretti name back in F one too? Exactly. Like, right. Yeah. What honestly? 100%. What name in motorsport is is more recognizable than Andretti currently in North right. America? In when it comes to motorsport, you obviously have the NASCAR side where there's very recognizable names. You know, Petty and 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 Gordon. And Earnhardt, right? Those are those are very very recognizable names. But like Andretti is, I, I mean, the Andretti name is in rap songs. Like, like what do we? Do? If if you're in rap songs, you're a superstar. And and even even in in Formula One in Europe, like Mario Andretti, very well respected. Michael Andretti, I think, got the short end of a stick on that, but he was pretty good at in Formula One as well. So I, I don't, I just don't get it. But if someone were to explain the the financials of it, I'm sure I'd be like, well, I sort of get it. But like, man, if you're true racers, like bring on the competition. You know what I mean? True racers want to race. If you don't want to race against more people because, well, I, it's inexcusable. It does. It feels like, you know, when you had that super fast kid in like middle school who – would never like run at recess or like do races at recess. You're like, if you're so fast, then why don't you go up against us? You know? And he's like, ah, oh, man, you know, I, I do all this stuff outside of my different sports. And then, you know, when I'm at football practice or acceleration, like I, you know, I I'm the fastest one out there. It's like, all right, let's run it right here on the, on the recess, uh, you know, blacktop, you know, yeah. and they don't do it. Cause they're like, ah, well, the only thing that I have to gain here is to lose Yeah, because everybody thinks that I'm supposed to win. And when the second that I don't, Right. Yeah. So that, that's that's kind of that's kind of what it, it's like. The episode of Seinfeld. We, I don't know if you watch Seinfeld very much or not. Not yet. Okay. Which well, is probably my fault. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry has a, uh, a, a back in high school. He had a rate. He, he was a fast kid, and he never ran because he knew that, that he could only lose. And then he 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 raced a guy, and he cheated. Not saying that Formula One cheats. Anyways, it's just that Seinfeld <laughs> episode. You have to go watch it. I'm sure people will follow. Um, Indeed. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is. It's frustrating. And it's like, like you said, because you know that it's not going to stop with Coda, Miami, Vegas. Yeah. Like inevitably, there's going to be another market that's going, you know what I mean? That's going to want to host Formula One. The Formula One is going to want to come to America and, 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 and have a race. So that's the frustrating part, the most frustrating part for me, I think. I mean, America is is their is is honestly their it's the biggest market that they need to crack into, right? They have three events now, which is huge money. You know, Vegas they they were projecting five hundred million in revenue, right? It's like saw that. 
well, do those events want to make more money with folks right. that are like, wow, we're going to, we, we have a, like, we have, we have Andretti in, in this. Yeah, and, I, and again, Andretti, guess what? Probably going to get an American driver too, because they get it. They, and, and, and they believe that we can compete. Um, yeah. And I guarantee you in Michael Andretti's heart, there is nothing he wants to do more after his stint in formula one and what people said about him and how they treated him. I guarantee you there's nothing more than he wants to do that he wants to do than to go there and beat people. And, and with American drivers with, I mean, I guarantee that fire burns in his heart deeper than anything else. And I, and now that I think about that, now that fire burns in me too. I mean, it's, it's wild. I, I want to read some of these quotes too. Adam Stern tweeted this, which he sometimes takes some quotes and puts them in tweets that get you all riled up. That might be a little bit out of context, but <laughs> within F1, there is a general sense that many of those racing in America in categories where teams buy cars off the shelf and run them with fairly small scale operations don't quite grasp just how high the level is in F1. How complex the task. Now, that was a an excerpt to which Nathan Brown, who is a strong IndyCar supporter, uh, he's he's at all of our IndyCar races, uh, writes yeah. about us, uh, good guy, um, had a great little quote tweet on this this article, which I think I, I responded a to. A little quote said, tweet. A little quote tweet. Uh, it said, I, I, this is a Hall of Fame tweet for me, said, one of these is a European Formula One team. The other is one of those small-scale American racing operations, most of which allegedly don't quite grasp just how high the level is in F1. Only one of them made the Indy 500. I'll let you guess who. And of course, it is a picture of Kyle Kaiser in his all-white, unsponsored Junkos racing car and Fernando Alonso, who they couldn't fit any more sponsors on that car in a in in a in an indy car i yep. mean i, I just th that is is the is the best representation for it. it's obviously you know the only representation we have of it currently but it's like that's a pretty good thing to say like i'm i'm sorry but like explain that to me and they could probably come up with like well excuses but like that's if that's what we're talking about then you guys don't understand how high level that we are because they never, they never, they never do. They never want to. They don't want to give us the credit. They don't want to give IndyCar the credit that it that it deserves. And so I think that was that was a great a great example of how off base these comments are about Andretti and 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 them not understanding the potential of how difficult it's going to be. I, I, like going to find now, obviously this, this Cadillac engine that they say the Cadillac partnership is a badging. Like if, from what I've been told and what I keep hearing too, it's, it's not going to be a, a, a Cadillac engine per se. They're going to rebrand, I believe a Renault engine as a Cadillac, which is fine. Alfa Romeo does that. Like there, there's, there's a lot of um, branding deals of, of sorts in formula one. That's part of the sport. Um, so I, I just, it, it was something that I know people wanted us to get to. And I know that I have a lot of thoughts about, um, I, I just really hope that there is, uh, that there is some sort of solution to this, because again, they've put a lot of time and effort into this. And I know that 
that they are literally building this giant race shop in Indiana. That's and that's pretty connected to this whole Formula One thing. So I I don't know what they're going to have to do. I think at the end of the day, money might solve everything. So who knows? Maybe there's some deal that can be worked out, or there's like a hey, you know, we'll, we'll rub your shoulder here if you rub ours there. I don't I don't know how that works. Um, but I just it's mind blowing to me the 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 whole program. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It. it you summed it up best mind numbing. And so it's just when you talk, when we have to talk about it more and more, it just becomes even more mind numbing and frustrating. So hopefully resolution there soon in, in, in 2023, looking ahead to the future, no doubt. Um, and also, isn't else- it funny? Isn't it funny how initially they had some support when they were walking around the paddock, people were, you know, they had a few of the teams that were on their side, like, Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. Now, boom, guess probably because they were like, ah, they're never going to make this happen. But guess what? Boom, here we are. Announcement, GM, partnership, Cadillac, uh, logo, team. Uh, we want to make it happen. Now they're like, oh, well, no, 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 no. We can't right. have this happen. It's like, come on. I know it. Yep. I know it. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, easier when it to your face, you know, everybody's like, hey, yeah, cool. And yeah. then once it's not, you know, it's easier to, to drop that hammer, just like all the trolls online. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on from that, um, Wednesday, we're recording this per usual and uh, got the announcement this morning that Jimmy Johnson going to be running the Daytona 500 once again in a Carvana ride. He's uh, we, we saw him in IndyCar the past couple of years. He's taken back over to the old NASCARs. Yeah, I honestly didn't expect him to just go fully, fully back to NASCAR. I am. Um... I mean, I guess I'm not surprised because it, it, it's it's been hard in IndyCar. Like it's it's not been an easy task, but still curious to see if he shows up for the Indy 500. Uh, I'm sure there are going to be more and more plans announced as we go. Uh, but the the Petty GMS team now uh, called the Legacy Motor Club, which honestly I like it. I, I think it sounds yeah. like a very high class country club. I feel like we can golf there at the team yeah. facility. Look cool. You've got to have some of those uh, virtual golf simulators in the shop because Legacy Motor Club. Uh, it's just it's it's a cool thing. And Jimmy Johnson, Noah Gregson, and uh, Eric Jones. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid group there. Yep. Um, and cool for Jimmy to be involved. So 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 it's good. Again, Jimmy has the best press officer in the history of press because he was on the uh, Today Show this morning. He's going to be on Fallon tonight. Like. I don't. I think if I walked up to the Today Show, they'd turn me away because I. I just. I'm just because I'm me. So I. I don't. You know. I. I would be lucky to get a a, a. a place to stand by the fence out front of there. So, good for Jimmy for helping us promote motorsport. Um, a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, I, sure. I watched the today. I watched the Today Show every morning, and uh, so I was watching when all JJ was on there, and, and inevitably they had to drop some IndyCar in there. You know, oh and good, IndyCar the last couple of years, do this, your transition. You know, so there was some mentions of IndyCar in there, which would which was great. That's all we need, and and there there's there was even some IndyCar testing recently that we wanted to get to a little bit. Um, first week of January, there was a couple a uh, couple rookies. Um, Robert uh, Rod, Robert Schwartzman, I believe his name is, uh, Ferrari's reserve driver in Formula One, came over to test IndyCar. Uh, Kevin Simpson, who was uh, or who is Ganassi's development driver, reserve whatever it is, uh, Indy Lights racer. 
Um, and interesting to see what was going on down there. People were trying to make some comparisons. Uh, I don't know who else was testing, honestly. I didn't really pay much attention to it, but good to see cars on track. Um, and good to see some young drivers getting a chance, some people getting getting an opinion on it. Um, it's going to be interesting once we all get to thermal in a couple weeks. We are very, very close now to the first official test for IndyCar. I was at our race shop yesterday uh, looking at the track, looking at some things. Um, a lot of unknowns really for us, but apparently IndyCar is trying to make this uh, thermal test like a big deal. Like they were asking um they might be like inviting certain celebrities to this test and and to to try oh, to bring palm some Spring, right? people. i mean yeah palm springs maybe that's i i don't know but th- i got some texts today that i was like oh wow like hey we're, you're we're it's not a race but you're trying to bring these folks to it i was like wow that's that's kind of cool i guess so excited for that um excited I'll that we can my just, invite any car well if joey i mean Dad life, are you going to be allowed to get to Palm Springs for a couple days? <laughs> what are we doing here? Hey, daddy's got to put food on the table, so. You're you darn know, right. Make those connections. Daddy's got to work, yeah. So I, I think um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, on on our side as well. Got a good good email about, uh, you know, starting to the our TV show, the CW, um, you know, and, and Vice, they're going to be out there obviously doing some filming. Um, they, they got some, they had asked if, if they could attend our little, uh, photo shoot day for us in Bit Nile and, 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 uh, all the, uh, Todd Alt partners. Um, so I, I'm excited to see that that's kind of taking shape. Um, a lot of great stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun Next couple weeks, I'm on the simulator finally for the first time again on the 23rd, 24th. Uh, we got NFL playoffs going on too. So a lot happening, a lot happening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What uh, What's Joseph Newgarden doing with his podium life? Do we know? I don't know. So for those that don't follow Joseph Newgarden on Instagram, I don't know why you don't. Um, he's a beautiful man, got a beautiful family. He's a very successful racing driver. Um, he, he, he put this thing up on, on the, on the internets as if, you know, he's going to launch this new company, which I don't know what it is, the podium life. So we're here to speculate. Um, it says motorsports magazine showcasing the unique world of speed. So apparently we're getting back to print media, uh, motorsport magazine, Here's how what I would like to see Podium Life be. Podium Life by Joseph Newgarden, um, I think, is the, uh, since we're speculators, the greatest landscaping company of all time. I think Joseph and Scott have got really into um, their adult lives. They're both married. Joseph has a kid now. They want to get heavily into the landscaping business. I think they're going to have um, all chrome mowers, uh, they're going to have uh, a very elite crew of former college athletes uh, on the weed whackers. And I think it's I think it's just something that when you call it podium life, 
Um, you know, what are we putting on the podium? We're putting flowers. We're putting uh, fancy shrubberies, um, all those kinds of things. So I, I think it's yeah, Joseph Newgarden's foray into uh, land, the landscaping business. I think it's uh, Joseph Newgarden's launch into uh, making his own exclusive club. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like um, the finer things. It's like the club. Speedy Rewards Club. Yeah, it's like the Finer Things Club in the office. Like, uh, they all, you know, when whenever you win or whenever you get on the podium, starting in 2023, you receive like a little badge, maybe a little blazer, and love that. Uh, you all letter jackets, once, yeah, letter jackets. You all meet once a week and wear your jackets and discuss the finer things of motorsport and um, kind of snootily look down on everybody else who has not joined you on the podium. So. I feel like that's that's maybe what is in the works there. Maybe you know, there's a lot of like there's a lot of like classical music, like violins playing while yes. you're sitting around. Perhaps very creative window or... displays. Window displays. Yes, you know, kind of that song. It's like yes. Joseph has like he has like podium life slippers on, and he's holding a drink like this, and he's like. Yes. Roger Pensky Roger Penske's the first member and his chair is a levitating chair. They have already developed the levitation chair technology and Roger yes. just levitates around the facility and uh, gets to enjoy uh, whatever is happening there. So I, I I agree. Country Club New Garden Podium Life, it's a very elite group. So if you want to sign up for that, I'm sure there's a website somewhere. But uh, great for Joseph extending his business life. He's got a YouTube show, he's got a podium life. Um Got to respect his efforts all across the board. Yeah, man, no doubt. Uh, you ever had any pipes burst at your house? <laughs> no, never. Thankfully not. I, I, I've I've always paid attention when to turn certain pipes on or off or certain things like that. I hear that that is why we potentially might not have had an episode last week. Is that correct? Are you guys? Do you guys have a house still? Is everything fine? Yeah, it's uh, oof, man, it's really been. You know how everybody likes to start a, a, the new year off on the right foot? Well, we've started off on about 10 wrong foots. We're about 10 <laughs> steps backwards. We, we literally come into the house from my parents on Christmas Day at like 3 p.m. And our mudroom and part of our kitchen is just like literally raining from the ceiling. And we're like, well, this is not good. And so <laughs> we, had to spend, all. we had to spend 10 days away from the house. We have plumbers who have fixed it finally, but now they're ripping out the ceiling and now we have to have the flooring fixed and the ceiling and the, it's just, bro, it's exhausting. I, you know, being a homeowner is great, but things like this just make you say, you know what? Maybe a nice condo wouldn't be bad, <laughs> you know, something like yeah. that. So it's, uh, been a, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a, it's been in a whirlwind. It's been a, yeah. So apologize last week but uh if anybody knows any good uh restoration or plumber places hit me up let us know we could use a plumber sponsor who knows for free ad reads on the uh on the show you get to fix joey's house so well, maybe we could do that type of exchange program joey quick i want to get before our interview with stoffel uh let's get a super bowl prediction now that the, the playoffs are um are all set uh give me your super bowl teams um, and I, I just, that's, that's it really. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Because I, I think it's exciting. 
I have a dark horse, uh, but I want to hear yours first. Yeah, I think you got to start. Um, well, first, yeah, the NFL playoffs. I mean, like this month, especially the first two weekends with wild card weekend and the, the divisional round are just like it's just two of the best of the year. I mean, they're absolutely phenomenal. You know, even if your team's not in it, as my team is not, and as the Colts are not, <laughs> it's still just incredible. And I know Ben, your Vikings. Let's get a, let's get a check on the Vikings here first from producer. Oh, here. oh because, God. Yeah, I want to know how we feel. Um, so funny you mentioned it. I all my friends and I made a bet at the beginning of the season. I said just for fun, I said Vikings Bills in the Super Bowl. And Oof. I'm not gonna say I'm far off because our defense is getting slightly healthier. They're gonna start making tackles, they're gonna start playing more or less than 15 yards off a receiver anytime <laughs> they have zone coverage. So we're looking <laughs> forward to that. Um we have Duke Shelley. He's the 5'9 uh, corner. He's coming into his own. I'm excited about that. Dalvin's going to stop fumbling. Justin's going to pop off. And Kirk Cousins is going to keep throwing darts. So Now that's the biggest question. So Kirk Cousins, I mean. It's, I think he gets, I'm very much, it's easy to throw him off the bus, like right away when something goes wrong. Very easy. On It, it is. And when you watch him every week, Honestly, it's like he makes like a couple doy doy plays. Like it's like really like he had to do that. But then he like he he brings it back and throws darts. And every time he just starts throwing darts, he kind of like you're like, okay, you're just kind of like bringing it back up to where you're like average and you're just doing what a quarterback should. So prediction, we're going to beat the Giants. and We're going to lose in the second round. <laughs> Wait, what, what? What's the road? So you beat the Giants. Beat the Giants. I think it's the Niners. Yeah. Yes, you. You would. Niners. As I look at the playoff picture here, you would have to play the night. Well, or the Seahawks, but I think the Seahawks are going to get beat by fifty. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. What? What's uh, Mister Irrelevant on the Niners? What's their quarterback? Brock Purdy. Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. Yeah. I think I don't know. We usually the last couple times they've made a playoff run. I think they've gotten to the Niners and they've lost. So I think that'll probably happen again. Got it. All right. Well, yeah. I, I I think that uh, the Bills are a team of destiny for a lot of reasons. Obviously, yeah. everything with Demar Hamlin, um, and, I, and you know in the past couple of years, like last year being that close to the AFC title, two years ago losing to the AFC Championship, now. They're playing with they're I mean they're 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 playing with God on their side really yes and the script writers yep. and script writers yeah with Demar Hamlin so I I think the Bills will be representing the AFC mm-hmm. man it's it, it's really tough in the NFC because the Eagles have been great all year but they kind of sputtered into the playoffs this hurts healthy and clicking and then. With the Niners, they are loaded, but it's like eventually though Mr. Relevant's gotta earn his name, right? Like you would think on the road and Philly and the NFC championship would be the moment that he would do that. Or he just pulls a Kurt Warner and just fully, you know, makes the he's the next underdog story where a movie's made about him like it was Kurt Warner. So I think the the Super Bowl I'm rooting for, the Super Bowl I think will happen is the Bills and the 49ers. Throw it back I, to the 90s. Yeah, it's that that is definitely the the destiny lineup that I think is 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 gonna happen. When I look at it, I, I don't understand why the 49ers are so good. 
But then you look at them and you're like, they're just, I mean, they haven't lost in two months or something like that. So I, I feel like the 49ers are for sure going to get in uh, on the NFC side. I don't even, I don't, I look at the picture and I don't even, I don't even see any dark horses. I think the, the Buccaneers Cowboys game is going to be an awful game. Uh, yeah. I think the giants beat the Vikings. No big deal. Um, but I don't <laughs> think the Eagles, um, I don't think the Eagles can stand up to the, the 49ers, but the AFC is tough because you have the chiefs, the Bengals and the bills. I mean, that's insane. Like, can we just have the super bowl in the AFC? Like that's, that would be wild. Um, I, I think for sure the de- you can't you can't not ride with destiny. I, I think it's either going to be the Bills or the Bengals, um, uh, but it's so hard. I think dark horse Jaguars. Not going to lie, I think dark horse Jaguars. I think I was they about beat to say the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I have I have the Jaguars. I put a bet in a little bit of little little sprinkle on the uh, like let's say four weeks five weeks ago. I think. I got the Jaguars to win the AFC championship uh, or I think to make it to the AFC championship um, at like plus 2,300 or something like that. So like enjoyed getting that. Think it's a funny ride potentially with, with, uh, with Trevor Lawrence. So those are my dark horses. I think the bills are the team of destiny bills. 49ers is hard to, it's hard to go against that, but if not, I'm a Bengals fan. So I, I, I would love to see the Bengals make it back again and win this time. For sure. Yeah, man. That's it's what we be, have. That's what we have be, for our uh, Super Bowl predictions. Wait, Ben didn't give one. He just said that his Vikings were going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I think when I when I made a pick a few weeks back, I think I also said the Bills and 49ers. I might swap that. I'll put um Bills and Eagles. Oh, yeah. Which would also be a good be a game. Yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal game. Either way, yeah, yeah. Passionate fan base, I think, as we all know. Eagles, Niners, and and the I think would they be able to do NFC Championship? Would that would yeah. that line up? Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's definitely what it's got to be. There Good you deal. have it. All right, NFL playoffs, one of the best times of the year, and that'll take us right into uh, NASCAR at uh, the Clash of the Coliseum, right? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of that I'll going on. Into, a lot of that'll take us ex- right into that. So exactly um, cool. Let's get uh, let's hit our interview, man. Yes. Up next, we have a great interview with Stoffel Van Dorn. And right after that, our Indy 500 Driver of the Week. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, we have a fantastic guest yet again. Uh, This man is a Belgian man. Uh, If you don't have a Belgian friend, you need one. Uh, He's a very talented race car driver, uh, GP2 competitor against myself uh, when I was a part-timer and then GP2 champion, uh, Formula One driver for a couple years. Uh, unfairly, I think dumped out of formula one, but hopefully eventually gets back, uh, formula E champion, uh, just successful guy in general. Stoffel, we appreciate you being here. Stoffel Van Dorn. Um, tell us about your life right now. We're in Mexico. We're ready for the formula E season to begin. How are we feeling about it? Yeah. Thanks guys for having me on the, on the podcast. Um, 
Yeah, I'm currently in Mexico, ready for another another season of Formula E. Um, you know, last year was a very good one, obviously for me, winning winning the championship. So, yeah, starting back from zero now. So hopefully we can we can defend that championship and uh, add another one to it. I love that. It's going to be exciting. There's a lot of great drivers that I think really good friends of ours that we used to all race with. Somehow everyone ended up in Formula E or IndyCar, like it was, <laughs> and, and Formula One as well. But that whole group, like. We interviewed um, DaCosta a couple weeks ago. Uh, great to talk to him about it. Um, how how do you feel about where Formula E is going right now? And obviously, there are a lot of manufacturers that are involved in this championship. And our audience, you know, we're we're very much obviously North America based. We have a lot of fans that pay attention to a lot of different motorsport. But where do you think Formula E is going in the future? And it's it's obvious. I think it's one of the most competitive. Uh, championships right now with some cool concepts yeah definitely i mean it, it's it's super cool actually um i get to race against a lot of the people i grew up with in in the junior series um you know you you should come over to formula e actually i mean you're the only <laughs> one missing right now so um, but no it's cool you know antonio's there there was daniel apt a few years ago there's mitch evans so we've got um you know we've got a good group of people that is uh, that is racing in formula e and and it makes it a very, very competitive, uh, competitive championship, which is, uh, which is always nice. You know, that's what you want. You want strong drivers, but equally they're, they're good guys um, out of the race car as well. So that makes it, makes it very enjoyable. Um, in terms of where Formula E is, is going, uh, I think it's one of the most competitive championships. Um, you know, it's, it's all fully professional racing drivers. Um, the cars maybe are not as fast as, as people would like them to be. Um, but it's 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 competitive. There's manufacturers involved. Um, it's it's very technical, and the margins are just uh, you know just super slim between between each other. So really optimizing every weekend is is um, is a big key of that. It's very important. Um, and and we'll see. I mean, now is a new generation of cars. It's it's a bit faster. Uh, uh, some new technology involved. Some new race tracks we're going to go to. Uh, so let's see how the championship is going to evolve. You know, it's it's um, it's not an easy one. It's classified as a world championship, but uh, we got to keep the ball moving. You know, it's uh, it's pretty much you know together with IndyCar, Formula E, F1. It's kind of the the three big championships, let's say that are that are existing these days. Okay, you you got endurance racing as well now, actually. But uh, you know, that's kind of the the biggest ones there there are right now, and. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can we can keep growing this championship, attract bigger audiences, and and continue to go to yeah to the nice locations we're going to. As a native Belgian man, um, I gotta know is is Belgian waffles as big of a deal where you're from as it is over here because everybody goes crazy for those here in America. <laughs> it's it's huge. Um, I mean, personally, I'm not not a big waffle fan. You know, I'm more into pancakes. Come on, so, uh, man! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I've got I've got a sweet tooth, so I I love all of that stuff. I legitimately had some of the best Belgian waffles I've ever had recently, Joey, in Indianapolis from from Cluster Truck, our favorite food delivery app. Very really? good Belgian <laughs> waffles. I I I think that our generation, when we came up through that whole European system right the whole f3 f2 well gp3 gp2 i thought it was a really really good era of of drivers to race against do you see like do you pay attention now to the 
the IndyCar side? Do you pay attention to much that happens over here? Like, obviously, you tested an IndyCar. I want to get your thoughts on that, too, because that was kind of a cool little... I mean, a lot yeah. of people thought you might have been racing IndyCar at one point, but do you pay attention to kind of where everyone went and specifically... You know, because you race against Rossi as well, and and myself, uh, and and Marcus Erickson as well. Uh, I, actually, in Formula One, I assume also. And mm -hmm. and so, how do you, how do you feel about where everyone went? And did you expect us to all kind of make it to certain areas? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, at the time, I I mean, it was kind of hard to judge where everyone was gonna gonna end up. But it's. I mean, it's it's cool to see that, like you said, you know, the generation we were racing against those, a lot of those drivers actually, you know, they they've achieved a lot of things in in racing so far, and and you know, still many more more to go. But you know, a lot of them went to IndyCar, a lot of them Formula E, some made it to Formula One, and and they've all turned out to be you know to be very successful in what they're they're doing. So that you know that brings some kind of satisfaction, I would say. Um, and and yeah, IndyCar is is definitely something I've been following. I, I really, you know, considered it um, probably a year or so or two years ago, where I was, you know, I was having a a few chats in in the paddock. I came to watch a race in Laguna Seca actually to to talk with a with a couple of teams, and 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 it still is very much on on my radar. It's it, I feel like I feel like at, at some point I would want to I'd want to try it. You know, it's. Uh, I've tested one with McLaren in, in Sebring, um, pretty much, I think just over a year ago now or something. And, and I really enjoy the experience. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of the, the GP2 days. You know, it's a powerful car. It's got good downforce. Um, tires are, are tricky as well to manage. But it, it very much reminded me of that, that era, let's say. Physically um, hard as well, right? We always like to hear about the physical side of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bloody hell. IndyCar is... Um, is is really tough it's um <laughs> it's it's yeah it's it's probably the most physical car i've uh i've i've driven actually um you know the wheel is just so hard it's got a lot of feedback over the bumps and stuff uh, and the races are just super long like i think they're they're longer than formula one races so yes it's definitely um it's definitely uh it, it's a tough championship but uh i've got a i've got a you know great interest in it it's great to see you know you racing there alex you know who won the the 500 a few years back when he when he went there, um, Marcus as well. And I feel like I feel like in the last few years it's 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 gained a lot of traction from Europe as well. Um, you know, a lot of European racing drivers that um, obviously they you know they always have the ambition to go to Formula One, but Formula One is not everything. It's 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 great to get there, but in the end of the day, in in Formula One, there's there's maybe like three, four guys that probably really have fun there if they're with with the right team in the yeah. in the right circumstances and and can win races. Whilst I feel like an IndyCar, you know, there is I feel like there's more opportunity even if you're maybe not with a top team. Let's say I, I feel like you can still show something or prove yourself or have the odd opportunity along 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 the year to you know to at least get some some nice results out of it. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see, and it, it's uh, it's cool that it's getting a lot of traction. What do you think of the kind of boom that we've seen from Formula One? Is that is that something you expected, kind of on the on the major landscape of media and fandom that we've seen over the last couple of years, or uh, did that surprise you? 
Um, but I think Formula One has definitely kind of exploded in the last couple of uh, last couple of years. I think mainly mainly due to to Netflix, obviously, and the series that they uh, they've produced. Um, I'm I'm not sure how the fan base is at the moment. Whether they are really like pure fans of the sport, or if it's if if it's something else, you know. So I, I think the fan base definitely definitely changed a little bit compared to to the last few years and i feel like people now you know they just want to be kind of like a, a part of it let's say of the sport um so so i feel like f1 has kind of put themselves on a on a different planet um in the in the last few years but it will be interesting to see if they can you know if they can can maintain that as well in the in the next few years talking about formula one i i think there, there are several drivers who I think get the short end of the stick in certain scenarios. And I think when you made your F1 debut, right, points right out the gate. And it was like a, 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 a great race. Like, I think I watched it and I, a lot of people were like, this is the guy. You know what I mean? But McLaren wasn't quite there in in the ability to produce a competitive car yet, right? And And I think there was... McLaren has definitely taken a lot of steps forward now, for sure, both on the IndyCar side and the F1 side and everything. They're they're just a massive brand. But do you feel as though I mean, I mean, I I think it was it was a it was a tough scenario to watch as someone who has raced against you, knows you, obviously. Um, are are you are you proud of your your stint in F1? And do you think that it is possible to get back there? You're obviously Aston Martin reserve driver now who that was a team that I did some aero testing with way back in the day. No big deal. Um, but are you proud of that time? And is there another time where Stoffel Van Dorn is a Formula One driver? I'm, I'm definitely proud of it. Um, you know, it's it's not an easy feat to to get to Formula One in the first place. Um, you know, everyone... Very difficult. Always, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and, and even if you're the greatest driver out there, it's not even guaranteed you're going to get there. It, it you know it, it's it's a very political sport. Is you got to get the timing perfectly right, and then even when you get there, which was a little bit my case, um, you gotta you gotta end up in the right team in the, at the right time with a you know competitive car, and then obviously you gotta you gotta perform on track as well. Um, but you know I'm I'm proud that I've had the opportunity to you know to get there. I had great support from McLaren through my my junior career, and and ultimately they gave me you know they gave me a shot. At uh, at racing in Formula One, um, I think I was just very unlucky with the uh, with the timing of getting there, which was probably the two worst years or seasons in the history of yeah. um, of of McLaren, let's say. So so that didn't turn out all right, but uh, but I'm still grateful for the opportunities that I got and 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 you know I've managed to build uh, a good career even after you know after Formula One, and I think I came to realization as well that. Uh, I think when I when I was working my way up and got to Formula One, my life was Formula One, you know, like there was nothing else. And I came to realize that life is not only about about Formula One. There's a lot of other great racing categories out out there, you know, IndyCar, Formula E, endurance racing. Um, you know, you can be a professional racing driver there and 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 still have a lot of fun as well, and and probably even more fun than than you could have in Formula One if you're not in the in the right condition. So. Uh, so yeah, I am grateful. I'm now a reserve driver with Aston Martin. You know, I see that picture behind you. That was actually the team 
or it's yeah. still the same team. Yeah, it is. That's still the that's still the same team, actually. My assistant engineer from my assistant engineer from last year is now working in the sim department for Aston Martin. I know. So I was. If, I was you with must him stand. Last, last yeah, <laughs> I met him. Yeah, I was with him. There you hey, go. Stan. <laughs> so Stan, Stan helped me qualify third last year at Iowa. So he was my engineer that time because it was that was a great time. So there you go, small world. Yeah, there we go. So, you know, I'm now with Aston Martin. Um, I'm, I'm a reserve driver with them. And, you know, whether I will ever get an opportunity again to get back to Formula One, sincerely, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm not like, I'm not, or my mind is not focused on, on getting back to Formula One. I, I've not really got that as a, as a distraction, let's say. I'm, I'm really just trying to do the best I can in, in, in the current racing that I'm doing Formula E. And then we'll see if, a, if another opportunity comes up, you know, I'm also realistic to, to, to know that these chances don't, you know, don't come along very, very often. And, and, and uh, I just have to be realistic with it as well, but um, who knows? I mean, we've seen a few crazy driver changes in Formula One yeah. recently. So who knows what could happen? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned earlier about, you know, Indy cars been on the radar. You tested there. What, what, you know, would have to happen for you or, or what's the kind of final decision process for you to say, Hey, you know, I think I'm going to go give Indy car a shot. Or have you thought about that? I've, I've definitely thought about it. Um, and, and to be honest, it's not a, it's not a straightforward decision. I, I think, you know, for, for American drivers that came to Europe to, you know, to, to give it a shot in Europe, um, you know, they've been there since they were young and, and, you know, Connor did the, the whole GP3, GP2 thing and, 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 um, you know, spent a lot of time in Europe and same with the, with Alex Rossi. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I, I would say for me, it's a little bit different because I've, I've now established quite, um, you know, quite a good position in, in Europe, let's say, and, and my main life is, is in Europe as well. Uh, so to to go to IndyCar is is uh, is a big change. You know, you have to move there, you have to live there, you have to spend a lot of time with uh, with your team in the beginning. Um, but it's it you know it's something I'm considering, and I, I I feel like if I if I would have an opportunity in 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 good conditions there, um, and you know feel like I've got a, a competitive package, then I would definitely be keen to give it a shot. But but I would you know I would go all in 100%. You know, if I if I do it and I want to do it 100%, then I want to do it in the best conditions uh, in the best conditions possible. So, uh, you know, it it'll be on my radar and and you know, let's see what happens in a in a you know, in a couple of years time or something. There's, you know, the doors are probably always always open a little bit and and who knows what um, what happens, you know, there's a, there's a, there might be some openings coming up in the future. I think something that a lot of people don't think about as well we're adults. We, we're trying to put food on the table and and establish our our lives as well. If if Stoffel has to move to America and move away from 
living in Monaco or wherever it is where you can potentially have better tax benefits, then <laughs> you'd have to make a, a you'd have to make sure that when you go to America, you're able to make enough money to where you feel like you're it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like sure. that's sure. like you can want to do it all you want, but like uh, DaCosta was telling us about this as well. Like, honestly, for you guys, what happens in, in your lives is also mo sometimes more important than what you want to do when you think about the future. So, you know, it, the IndyCar situation, I think you, you said it exactly right. It has to be right. It has to be the perfect, um, you know, situation. And realistically, it has to be financially motivating for you to want to do that as well. Mm. So I, I think people always forget that. Um, but it's important to know because again, we're adults, like we can't just survive off of hopes and dreams. Like we, we, we gotta pay the bills. We gotta, you know, eat some nice food, maybe have a bottle of champagne every now and then at the nightclub, who knows? But it's, it's something that I think people always forget. Is that, yeah. would, would you agree? No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, um, it, it's, you know, the financial side is, is hundred percent important. Um, and, and, you know, our racing careers are not going to last forever. Like we, exactly. you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try and maximize that career as well. So, so when it finishes, you, you know, you're able to continue to live, uh, a, a normal life, let's say, you know, or, or, or a good life. So that side is, is, is definitely, definitely important to it. And, and like I said, you know, I've got my life in Europe, I've got my contracts here with, with Formula E, with, uh, with Aston Martin and Formula One. So I wouldn't just want to give all of that up to to go to IndyCar, not knowing that that I'm going to be successful there. You know, there's 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 no reason for me to 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 go to IndyCar for one year and then okay, that didn't turn out like I expected, and then I, I kind of gave everything up in Europe, and and I have no guarantee that I'll be able to get those same same contracts again if uh, if I would have to return. So really. It's it's not as straightforward as it uh, you know as it looks like. Like you said, you know, even if you want to do it, it it's got the, all the pieces of the puzzle got to got to fall you know fall into one and and uh, you got to yeah you got to you got to make sure it, it works out well. I agree. And, you, now, go ahead, Joey. <laughs> no, you you're following up on something. Mine. No, you no. go ahead. <laughs> you're you're following up. Go ahead. I, I wanted to get slightly away from motor racing for a second because I remember something very funny that we all did together in Alex Rossi's house in England on the river there. Do you remember what sporting event we all got together to watch that one night? Was it the Super Bowl or was it? I forget what it was, but we I all took remember. a picture together. And I forget someone had either like we either like made a bet on it or something and we were watching some sporting event and I was trying to figure out if that was the Super Bowl or if it was like the NBA championship, because are you an NBA or NFL fan at all? Like, do you follow any of that stuff? I don't really. And I honestly can't remember what you were watching, yeah. but I remember we got together. I think Richie Stanaway was Richie there. Richie was well, there probably. too. Yeah, exactly. Richie was there. Um, I, I, yeah, I remember being there, but I can't remember what you were yeah. watching. Man, are we getting old? This is sad. I don't. I don't know what's going on. This is like this is like ancient, you know. This I is know. like our young days trying to become, you know, trying to become professional race car drivers. So. We were trying to eat sushi on that at that little restaurant that had the the little conveyor belt, and we couldn't do anything <laughs> except pay for low price sushis. <laughs> Joey, go ahead. Okay, I was I was I was perusing your uh, Instagram page before we uh -oh. got on here. I was just you know oh, trying no. to see what, what old stuff's all about. 
and uh, I came across this photo from October 27th, 2022. And so for our YouTube viewers, you can see it. The audio viewers, go check us out on YouTube. You got a nice little fishnet <laughs> going on here. What's uh, Is this a training thing? Is this a recovery fishnet? It looks like you're working for the Chippendales. <laughs> Well, it's meant to be a, a fitness test, you know, seeing in how good shape my body is, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens from time to time, you know, just a, like a regular checkup. Um, you know, people people always think about racing that it's not a physical sport, but they're like, ah, oh, you're driving a car. It's oh. it's easy, you know, but and it's I find it so hard always to to explain to people like you don't know what it feels like to be in a race car we've got fireproof underwear fireproof racing suits it is bloody hot in in those cars uh, indycar is probably even is is probably even hotter because you have oh yeah you have the you have the aero screen okay they've got all these tubes attached to your helmet to try and give you a little bit of air but but that Connor was on fire generally... in portland yeah <laughs> we were yeah <laughs> but it was real it, hot. i mean it gets it gets incredibly hot in the car um, the races are long, so you you know you lose a few kilos of of body fluid, um, and and you know like we said, the steering wheel is is super heavy. Uh, the brake pedal you got to put a lot of force on on the brake pedal as well, and then you have the G forces, which which if you haven't experienced G forces, you you don't know how much stress that puts on 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 your body. So um, so yeah, we gotta you know we gotta train quite a bit to you know to be able to to handle those races. All right, I didn't know so if we're going to see you in a, in a in a club with that shirt on or not. Yeah, I didn't know if that was. Yeah, like, I'll be turning. I'll be turning up uh, for a dress up <laughs> party in a fishnet. <laughs> so I want to get some quick, uh, quick motorsport predictions from you. I, I want to know first who your favorite NASCAR driver is, and then I want to know second who is going to finish in the top three in the IndyCar Championship next year. Since you're a big motor racing fan. Start with favorite NASCAR driver, and then pr let's let's see a, a season prediction for the IndyCar Championship. Um, okay, so favorite one, Jimmy Jimmy Johnson. I think I know Jimmy. Jimmy. A bit, so so you know I gotta give him gotta give him that one. Uh, and then IndyCar, it's an interesting one. Um, wow, let's get it. Let's get a random top three. I didn't preview this question. Let's let's have a think about it. You, if you name a driver that's not an IndyCar driver, we won't hate you. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Joseph is gonna win the championship. Fair, that's good. Um, who else? I think Pato is gonna be up there again. I feel I like agree. you know he's got he had he had. A few distractions last year, I think, with all his his you know contract negotiations, whatever was what was going on. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how Alex is going to get on at McLaren as well. You know, big yes. change for him. It'll be interesting to see. Um, and I got to put Scott up there as well. I think Scott is still, you know, he's he, he's definitely near the end of his career, but he is still, still you know, he's still one of the. The bit you know the big guys in IndyCar, he's very experienced. So, so let's see. I love it. I love it. Well, oh. I I know you have a uh, a motor racing event this weekend, and we appreciate you uh, doing this show because I've been texting you about it for about two months, and I <laughs> I feel it's not bad. Been easy. 
because it's I don't want wanna... to get this day. Ed. <laughs> I know I don't want to be that guy, but technically I'm a podcast guy now, along with the race car driver. So um, before we go, Joey, do you have anything else for Stoffel? I got just one, one thing. What is uh, like, what's one thing that you want to ask us about that you just don't understand about American lifestyle <laughs> or culture? Ah, oh. Stoffel loves America. They're racing in Portland this year. That's fine. I'm glad he does. Yeah. But like, you know, what's one thing that you're just like, the hell are these people doing? Um, oh, one question. I'm I'm always asking myself how it would be to live in America full time. You know, like I I really like America. Um, I've I've spent actually quite a few, you know, quite a, quite a lot of time there. Miami um, in 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 the past, yeah, Miami. <laughs> um, and and you know, I really like it. I think I think it's a great you know great country. But I I always ask myself how it would really be to live there full time. And and. God, even where would I live in America? You know, I, I know a lot of you guys live live near um, near Indianapolis because a lot of the the IndyCar teams are based there. Um, but I mean, I've only been once to Indianapolis. It was just to make a seat with uh, with McLaren. Um, I guess I saw I saw you there, Connor. Yeah, right? that yeah, time? we yeah. did. Yeah, exactly. So um, so yeah, I always ask myself how it would be to live there to live there full time. You know how how normal life would be would be around there. Let's say I think that's. Uh, that's also like a factor, you know. If I were to do IndyCar, you got to go, you got to go and live in America, and, and I think it's important to to feel comfortable where you're living and and, and you know have a, a a good group of friends. I, th- I think the social life is also is also very important to that to to be able to perform well. Well, Stoffel, we know you're a good at the social life. Um, I respect your uh, your program. I hope that we all get to go on vacation in Las Vegas at some point. You, me, and the boys. You know, all I've the, never all... been to Vegas. So I know Vegas is definitely on my bucket bucket list. Every I feel like once a year for the last like three years, we've all got in a group text at one point about maybe going to Vegas at some point. So I hope at some point that does happen. <laughs> we'll but, have to make it happen. Exactly, I agree. I think it could be a great time. But I, I appreciate your time. Uh, good luck this weekend. For those who do not know Stoffel, please follow him. The Formula E Championship starts this weekend. Motor racing is happening. It's finally here. The season is finally upon us. Um, Thank you so much. And uh, you know what? Maybe we'll see you in America at some point. But if not, you are racing in Portland. So good for Formula E. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We'll see uh, see each other there or somewhere around the world. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, man. And uh, good luck this year. Thanks, guys. That was Stoffel Van Dorn. I uh, really appreciate his time. A lot of interesting thoughts. A uh, guy that, uh, like Counter said, he's really been uh, a whole lot of places. Had his hand and in, in, in foot in, in, in a whole lot of racing areas. And so we appreciate his insight. Wish him luck this weekend and to start the whole uh, 2023 Formula E series. But that being said, first random Indy 500 driver of the year 2023, Connor, lay it on us. Yes, so with this year to start out 2023, we went to the uh, 1968 Indy 500, uh, won by Bobby Unser. Uh, Dan Gurney finished second in this one. Uh, two great names there. Um, and I, I went with the man who finished 11th, uh, Bob Veith. Bob Veith, uh, in this document as well, which is funny to see, his his winnings for finishing 11th was $14,000, so... Pretty interesting little stat there. Uh, Bob Veith. Now, again, I got told that our last 8500 driver of the week was, in fact, not Buddy Rice's dad. So Wikipedia <laughs> is not actually very trustable. 
But just know that that kind of is what makes this segment funny. We are literally only going off of essentially what Wikipedia tells us about these people. Correct. And if you have any corrections for us, please let us know. But Bob Beef, um, American driver, uh, born in 1924, uh, lived till 2006, uh, died when he was 81, uh, California guy. Um, and he did a, a quite a lot of racing, several years in the Indy 500, uh, 1956 to 1968, um, and made all of those races. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a thing in itself. So 11 Indy 500 starts, um, which is really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, learning more about, uh, Bob V and oh, Bobby the, apparently 1956, uh, he was the rookie of the year at the yep. Indy 500. Yeah. Finished seventh rookie of the year at Indy, uh, had three top 10 finishes in his 11th starts. So Bobby V had himself a decent little, uh, career there at the Indianapolis motor speedway. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much for that. Connor. First one of 2023 looking forward to, uh, I will. We have to go for a while, but like the day we just run out of completely random mini <laughs> 500 drivers, that, that, that'll be something now. There's uh, a lot right. of drivers out there. <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, all right, that's the first show of 2023. Again, thank you to Stoffel Van Dorn for hopping on. Um, it's going to be a big year. Very, very excited for all that's to come. We're less than two months away from the start of the 2023 IndyCar season in St. Pete. Very much looking forward to that. Hope you all enjoy uh, the NFL playoffs this weekend. Hey, if you want to get in on the predictions, let us know what you think on that front as well. Uh, good stuff. Be sure to subscribe, follow us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pods, Dirty Mo Media, uh, of course, setting that up for us. Uh, good luck to producer Ben's Vikings this week. The YouTube uh, edition comes out the following day that we uh, release the audio version. So be sure to check us out there on uh, Dirty Mo Media's YouTube channel. Subscribe to that for our weekly episodes. So uh, starting off the year strong, man. Connor, anything else before we get out of here? That's it. Appreciate those who uh, those who listen. And uh, again, be a friend, tell a friend, and uh, let's get this podcast to uh, the moon. All right, good deal. We'll uh, talk to you again next week on Speed Street. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.